Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. So yesterday, I'm driving towards Transcona, right? Got a little meeting in T-Kona, and I'm on Portage Avenue, and I get towards, um, you know where the Olive Garden is? Yep. So I'm just kind of right there at that set of lights, and there's this uh, black Cadillac uh, CTS type thing um, up and over one. So he's over a lane, but one car ahead of me mm-hmm. at the lights. Mm-hmm. And I see this guy, and he's kind of taken off, and we catch up to the other vehicles that are at the lights at Tyler Hurst, right by the A&W there. So this guy kind of bobs and weaves and goes over three lanes and then comes back. And then, you know, a little more traffic as you get further down Portage Avenue. I'm watching this guy. I'm like, wow, this guy's, like, threading the needle here. He's just, like, buzzing around. Like, he must be in a hurry somewhere. Like, he's going somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm thinking, well, it's around church time. You know, it's uh, kind, of, <laughs> kind of 11 a.m. But again, it is Sunday. Right, it is Sunday, and I know maybe he's prepping for Sunday night cruise night. Like, oh, I, that could be, yeah. You sure. never know. Like, sure, the, sure. the weather's sunny. You know, people are yeah. getting their hot rods out. So this car continues on. Now, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I'll drive like 74 kilometers an hour Whoa, on Portage Avenue. Yeah, well, I slam on the brakes at Dominion. So if you're ever behind me, <laughs> yeah. I know that there's a speed camera there. So, you know, I use Portage Avenue, and I'm kind of like cruising along. And now, like, I'm sort of like catching up to this guy who's been going pretty fast, and I'm kind of there and pull up beside him at the light at Arlington. I look over. I'm like right beside him. Kind of like the one of these. Yeah. Looking yeah. back, forth. And he's like a guy. He's like 90 years old. No. <laughs> he's like an old man. Yeah. Good for him. An old yeah. man in his Cadillac. He's just Living been his life. street racing down uh, Portage <laughs> Avenue. So I kind of like look over at him. Again, and now he's locked eyes with me. Like, he's staring at me. Oh, he wants to go. He wants to he race. He wants to go. He looked over, and he, like, just straight up, like, nodded his head. And he's wearing one of those hats, like a 1920s paper oh, yeah. boy. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. like uh, he was, you know, he probably was a paper boy in the 1920s. The old <laughs> yeah. Winnipeg Gazette, extra, extra, read all about it. Yeah. You know, the great labor strike is happening. 1919 here, this guy. So you're in your SUV? Yeah, I'm, okay. in, I'm in my dad mobile. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. I'm not ready to race this guy. And he looks over, and I'm kind of like... Man, I don't know. Our windows are down a little bit, and then I just hear this. Suck me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so story time. Uh, my All birthday right. was on the weekend, Friday. Um, Brett, you guys know my boyfriend. He's kind of a hippie. He's got long hair. He is just not a romantic guy. No. So he tells me he's going to try romance. He's going to give it a go for my birthday. It's Big gonna surprise. Going to give it a try. Try this whole romance thing. Test it out, buddy. Well, I guess you so, know. Yeah. So three weeks he's been working on this surprise for me, and like I haven't gone anywhere. My birthday last year was supposed to go on a trip. It got canceled because of COVID. I haven't seen my family for such a long time. So he's planned something special. He tells me to wear a fancy dress. Pack an overnight bag. We're going somewhere. So that afternoon he arrives. He got a haircut. Never seen him with short hair before. Oh. He's wearing a suit. Wow. Oh, I know. No. I was like, oh, my God. Romance. You're starting off great. So we get a romance. Yeah, so we get a sitter uh, for the dogs. We drive to Transcona, drop them off, and then we start heading downtown. Uh, we get downtown and we pull up to the Mariagi Hotel, which is the theme, th- yeah. the theme hotel. Yeah. Oh, it's really, I forgot about that. Yeah. I've, never, uh, I've never been there before. We're so excited. Jungle suite. So then he pulls out this shirt, and he's got the, his favorite Hawaiian shirt, and he got me a Hawaiian shirt because oh, it's geez. the Caribbean-themed oh, room. Geez. So there's a waterfall in the room. Really? Um, there's a hot tub in the room. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. He's telling me all this. Um, the staff were supposed to go in there and light the whole room full of candles on my arrival. He pre-ordered a four-course meal. Whoa. Birthday Brett. cake for dessert. No. Oh. So I'm stoked. We have our fancy clothes and our suitcases. We get to the front desk. How much is a room there, by the way? Like, uh, I think it's expensive. I think it's yeah. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive. This is fancy. Wow. He's yeah. just like it breaking looks, the bank. It's, it's funny because from the outside, like the building kind of just looks like a warehouse. We pulled up and I was yeah. like, what What are we yeah. doing in the yeah. exchange? First <laughs> Transcona, now this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so we get there, we go into the front desk, and the guy's putting in his name, and he goes, uh, oh, sorry, we gave away your room to a guy named Dallas, like an hour ago. What? And we were like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, he came in here and offered to prepay for the room, so we gave it to him first. No. So obviously we f- freaked out. Like, I But you had a reservation. S- we had a reservation. And because somebody came in. So and check-in time was three. We got there at four because he had to work. Yeah. So they gave away a room to someone named Dallas. So you didn't was- get to go to the room. So we went home. Oh, no. I'm we looking t- at this room right now. I mean, you really missed out. <laughs> don't. Uh, don't this looks even. Like, look at this. We wow. stopped at the liquor store. Thousand we, square foot. We bought an eighty bottle, bottle dollar of tequila and just got so drunk at, at yeah. home with, and like went and picked up the dogs. Waterfall on the way. hot tub with meanwhile, the fifty, 50 yeah. mini jets. Meanwhile, Thanks Dallas, a lot, Mariachi <laughs> Hotel. Woo. Dallas is underneath the waterfall, just soaking up in eating, that hot tub oh, yeah. right now, eating, eating a your, birthday cake. It's his happy birthday, Rena. <laughs> yeah, like, no, how does actually, this happen? I think I see a picture here of, of Dallas. He's actually pouring the candle wax from all those candles that were pre lit all over his chest. <laughs> it's got a pool table right in the room. It's got a pool table in the room we had a full games night fun planned and i didn't even get to go into the room they just gave away our reservation we're like that's what's the point of the reservation they're like well he offered to pay before you guys yeah but you were, you were but we were coming yeah. didn't they have any any openings in the roman nope. room <laughs> all what the rooms the were Cuban booked up room? we asked, you could have gone the aztec room yeah every room was booked up yeah, happy yeah. birthday dallas yeah. it's actually <laughs> dallas green which is a big swerve because you love dallas green <laughs> He was in town for the weekend. (laughs) Choked. Poor Brett, you guys. That was was actually Brett's surprise to get your favorite artist to ruin your birthday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or this was all Brett's play along, Captain Romance. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll make her seem like I'm the most romantic guy in the world. And we'll get there and we won't be able to get into the room. I'm so sad, you guys. (laughs) He was so sad. Broke my heart. You know what, though? The day's in right by the airport. There's always people hanging on the parking lot. You could probably just go scoop one of their rooms. Party down there. <laughs> sure the service would be better. So every politician ever, especially in the States, they're always going to make promises that they want to keep jobs, you know, in Americans' hands. And, you know, we're going to make sure that, you know, people from other countries don't come here and steal our jobs. And, ah, oh, yeah, let's make America great again. Right? That's kind of how that would always plays out. Yeah, well, yeah. really anywhere. They're, yeah, they're, they're sure. always going to make promises that... Uh, that they can't uh, keep. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, this was a weird play, though, man, because when it comes to jobs in the state of Montana, the senator, Steve Daines, um, he was a little mad about a, a certain profession that was um, um, kind of interfering with uh, with their local jobs. And uh, just have a listen to this and tell me think this is a little bit weird. The flood of Mexican meth, Mexican heroin... Mexican fentanyl. 20 years ago in Montana, meth was homemade. It was homegrown. <laughs> and it had purity levels less than 30%. Today, the meth that is getting into Montana is Mexican cartel. He's mad Yeah, that the crystal meth that is in Montana is not the homegrown meth that he's used to. Back in my day, the meth was 30% pure. <laughs> so he's also mad. Yeah. yeah, he's mad about the quality. It's a weird and stat to throw that, out. Isn't that just kind of a weird play? Like, I get it. Hey, we want to keep jobs in Montana for sure. Yeah. But now you're mad that the that the meth that you've got, the meth that you've got in your state is coming from Mexico and not from, from your own Well, I mean, dealers. wouldn't there have to be, like, a someone from there, like Montana, that like an American to sell it? You know what I mean? Like a, the to get it from one guy. So there's kind of an American job still in there, like a runner. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. like there are. I mean, there. Let's not. I mean, there are people who are making money yeah. off of you know the drug business for sure. But for a senator to get up there 
and say that we, I wish that we were able to keep this meth money in our own hands. Made in America. <laughs> it's a little bit weird. But I guess when you think about what jobs there are in Montana, there's meth dealer and then there's nothing. <laughs> so like it's, it's really like option <laughs> A or got. B. Yeah. That's it. I mean, obviously not dentist. <laughs> <laughs> not a big hiring on dentists. Give me a head with hair. Long, beautiful hair. Shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxing, waxing. Uh, hair, hair. Give me down to there. Shoulder length longer. Well, that was fun. I remember having hair. <laughs> Used to listen to that song over and over and shake it in the breeze. Yeah. Run your fingers through it. Oh, man. Actually needing shampoo. <laughs> Those were the days. But you know what? I think now uh, more than ever, you know, as we talked to last week, Rena, you mentioned that the dad bod is is in now. Yep. You know, the bald. It's, it's almost like we're celebrating our imperfections as, as men and women. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, hey, you know, I got I got stretchies, you know, awesome. Rock those stretchies, girl. Yeah. Like uh, body positive. Yeah. Body. Yeah. Right? That's that's a, like a slogan. That's a a saying. thing now. Yeah. 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 yeah I watch those Dove commercials. I'm like, that's yeah. right, girl. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You know, bald guy like, you know, uh, gone are the days of trying to rock the Bay of Fundy. You know, where your hair sort of makes a cul-de-sac all the way around. <laughs> uh, you know, no, nobody needs to do that anymore. They're just shaving it down. Like for me, like the, when the UFO landed on my head, you know, I've kind of let it go because I'm taller than some and I still have some hair up front. Mm-hmm. So I haven't fully caved and gone with the full shave. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider you a bald man. No, I consider you balding. Yes. But not a bald man. But for like a decade, though. So it hasn't really. Right. It's, it's a slow process. Yeah. A slow burn. It's, it's, and it burns me all the time. Uh, you know, I'm short. I never, I don't notice. No, no, no exactly. I can't see the top yeah. of your head. No, I always it turn my like head so you don't hair. see yeah. Yeah. Do, you have to, do you have to put sunscreen up there? Yeah, I do. You do, yeah. I do. I would imagine I, you sometimes. would. Well, I rub it in my hair, though, and then it looks like somebody, well. Greasy. <laughs> well, you got some white. No, you get yeah, like a bunch yeah, of white gel cool. in your yeah. hair, and people are like, oh, my God, what happened to you? Where were you last night? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? No, but even if I wear a mesh back hat, I, I worry oh, that yeah. the bronzing sure. may happen on top of the head and may actually burn off some more of the hair. Oh, yeah. See. I don't know if that. I don't, I don't know how it works either. Don't risk it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not willing to take a chance at no. this point. I don't have much left. No, you know, I want to enjoy my last couple of years with the hair before I bick it. But um, bald is sexy, right? And and I don't know who the first guy to sh- kind of shave his head that made bald sexy was. But you remember when John Travolta? Yeah. Okay. Well, he was, yeah, he was a, a man rocket. Sure. Yeah. Um, la- ladies loved him. Yeah. Um. I think it was a John Travolta that used to always, it was like a wig and everyone, or, or like a, you know, the transplant, you know, kind of the, yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever yeah. that is. And everyone always used to be like, oh, John Travolta's bald. And there'd be like the National Enquirer article, like John Travolta spotted without his mop on his head. And it's like, oh man. And He's then finally, like a cone head. Yeah. Yeah. Then one day he just uh, started wearing that, that dickhead of his. <laughs> <laughs> and he just started wearing it proud. And, and now I yeah. can't even, I mean, I can picture him with hair. But it's not like, oh, my God, he's bald. Like Nobody cares. Nobody no. cares. Bald, yeah, no, it's becoming more and more acceptable. So now um, now that like being bald is awesome, now everyone wants to be bald, uh, they have now come up with this, uh, this list, and it's all based off of uh, searches online that include the name sexy uh, with their name, like the word sexy and their name. Like people are Google searching these yeah. people. Why would you put sexy in front of a celebrity you're Googling? Why don't you just Google a celebrity? Huh? Look, I'm not doing it, so I don't have an answer for it. Weird, okay, okay. Um, Weird formula. Mm -hmm. Number one on the list, Prince William. No. 
Yep. No. Oh, what? No. He no. Is, I'm sorry. With Wolf. hair, without hair, doesn't no. matter. Guy he looks had like a, a chance. Thumb. He had a chance to be one of the best looking men on the planet because he was, you know, a, a prince. That always helps. Mm. He's got tassels on his jacket and stuff. That yeah. I mean, that helps. Yeah. That guy is not even in that conversation. No. A best-looking guy? Yeah, yeah, with hair or without hair. Like, yeah. the, there's not that can say. Yeah, there's a lot of things wrong with that picture. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> We're going to be body positive today. Like, so. who did he beat on that list? Okay, so he beat number two on the list, Mike Tyson. Okay. What? And then Jason Statham. Oh, man, come on. Statham should have been number one. Statham wow. would be up before those two. What about Pitbull, Mr. 305? Oh. <laughs> Mr. 305. No. <laughs> no. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. No. What about Tyson Beckford? Who? Tyson Beckford. Who's my that? twin. I always get told I look like Tyson Beckford. <laughs> Where's he from? <laughs> no, he's like a model or something. Yeah. You no. <laughs> <laughs> <a> jerk. <laughs> yeah, he's black. <laughs> well, and he's a model. He's like Jack. Yeah. He's like a Kelvin Klein, like Jack Abs and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Um, what about Vin Diesel? Yeah. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, another. Uh, okay. Uh, Bruce Willis, another bald guy. Yeah. Mm. I don't all, like, I don't like, there's like so many dudes when you think of a list, you're like, how did, how did Prince William beat all these That's guys? That's what I mean. I feel like we're like, yeah, regardless of what you think of how attractive these other guys are, they all still beat Prince William. The Royal family had something to do with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need a good press. Yeah. Dwayne, the rock Johnson tweeted oh, yeah. out the other yeah. day. What? I demand a recount. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, how's the Rock now? Yeah. I mean, he's got his own show that depicts when he had hair. <laughs> yeah. Young Rock it depicts the whole process of him losing yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly. That's all the show is. <laughs> Actually, just follicle by follicle. <laughs> the Rock's life, losing his hair. Um, and then you've got some other, like you know, maybe not on the, as, as far as like the handsome goes. Maybe I wouldn't put him up there with the Mayweathers and, and Travoltas and Stathams. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Is he completely bald, or does he still have like the? Mm, when he, he was kinda, Picard, he had like the uh, the little wisp at the. Yeah, by his that's ears. where he, that's where he kept his uh, his knowledge. <laughs> still handsome for an old guy. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then Stanley Tucci. Oh, of course, yeah, the Tucci. Tucci. I love Stanley Tucci. So and what about Howie Mandel? What about uh, him? No, no. <laughs> He's very funny. <laughs> Oh. Uh, is maybe. He, is he? <laughs> He's kind of funny. I don't know. Uh, um, so you got uh, this huge, huge list here. Uh, and of course, Larry David getting snubbed. Oh, we go through yeah. the oh bald shoot. Didn't even list. make the list. Not even an honorable mention. That sucks. <laughs> Poor Larry David getting no. I mean, that guy. Yeah. You <laughs> think his hilarity would count for something? It would help a little yeah. bit. I guess maybe it's weird, though, because if you knew somebody that was searching Larry David and the word sexy after, you'd probably think there's something wrong about that. So the Jets aren't going to win every single game, but boy, they'd been on a bit of a heater there for uh, three games in a row anyway. And then uh, that kind of came to an end on Saturday night in Calgary. I know Ron Brassois didn't have his finest outing. Yeah, a couple of softies he let in. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, what are you going to do? You can't blame the guy for everything. Oh, and yeah, we can. He's a backup goalie. Yeah, whatever. Well, he's a backup. That's the thing. Like, you don't expect much from the backup goalie. That's you? true, actually. The backup goalie. He's you been know? playing pretty well for a backup goalie. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Serviceable. He's a serviceable backup yeah. tendy. 702. Good morning, Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. Um, so the Jets back at it uh, tonight. Again, uh, the stretch of late night games is going to finally come to an end because it's been over two weeks of oh, wait, 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 first period. What, what, what time is it? Yeah. It's like 9.30 starts, whatever. It's just all these late starts because they're out west. That's kind of, to me, the biggest downfall of this Canadian division. Because mm-hmm. I love the games out east. 
I love watching them play Montreal. The six o'clock starts. Yeah. Oh, it's the best because yeah. then I can watch the whole thing before my usual bedtime at nine o'clock. It's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this going around on the weekend that uh, Patrick Liney has been rumored, rumored, he was trending on Twitter, rumored to be looking to sign back in Winnipeg. No way. No <laughs> way. I don't Dude, believe that for a second. He hates Columbus. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> but he's not coming back to Winnipeg. No chance. Okay. No right. chance. I know, I know. But I saw some people yammering about that on Twitter, and it's just classic Twitter. Winnipeg Jets Twitter can be a kind of a cesspool sometimes. I don't even bother tweeting about the Jets anymore because some guy from some local rinky-dink podcast like took some shots at me. It was something about Patrick Line, exactly what he's doing right now. You know how he hasn't scored in 17 games or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guess what? You know, I said something about that. Like he's and then somebody got mad at you. Oh, some guy just like lit me up. This was oh, like last why? season. Oh, really? Remember when Liney oh. didn't score for four months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a generational player. They'll never let go of him. And it's like, okay, buddy, that's why your podcast has two listeners. Like, relax, <laughs> relax, buddy. So then he like blocked me. Or I don't know what the hell was going on. But then I just stopped. I was like, I'm not engaging with people that care this much about local team X. Like, mm-hmm. there's just there's no point. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I did see the people going on about uh, Line A over the weekend. And well, it's it's an interesting story though, right? Because that Line A Dubois trade wasn't like a massive trade when it happened, and everyone knew that you know both teams could come out with, as the winner of this. We didn't know which way it was going to go. And Line A started off really hot there, yep. right? But we knew that like okay, if Columbus was going to win that trade, they'd have to re-sign Line A, and it does not look like he is ever going to re-sign in Columbus, would especially it, if their coach is still there. Would it be like Winnipeg doesn't want him back if he wanted to come back, or he's got too much now. pride? to come back <laughs> he didn't like Winnipeg so he, yeah like he's not gonna want to play but here. you not find that if it's not like you know how it's like oh it's not Winnipeg for me oh it's not Columbus for me. do you ever think that maybe it's you it's like you know when you hear somebody talk bad about everybody around them it's like maybe it's not everybody around you it's you most people <laughs> never realize that no no and then uh, that's why I think Patrick Lining yeah that's what it is yeah. right yeah um so again generational talent maybe I don't know I never saw it I mean yeah he scored a bunch of goals but I mean this guy is stunk it up for the last little bit. He can't play for a tough coach. Right, but in fairness, I mean, there's nobody in Columbus who's having a good season right now. Like, their they're, they're team's in shambles, and their coach, I think, has a lot to do with it. I still think Patrick Lanny is going to be a pretty good hockey player ah. down the line. We'll talk about it in a couple of years and see where he's at. No, I'm but I still think I still think he's going to be a good player. I told you he became my favorite player after he <laughs> yes, got traded. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's not going to work out in Columbus, and I think we, I mean, as much as he started off so hot there, I think we all kind of knew that he wasn't going to mesh well with Tortorella. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, you're right. It's it's still pretty early on in his career, but yeah. clear, there's an attitude dysfunction. There is. There, there, definitely there, there is. has to be. There definitely is. There's got to be. It didn't work here. The same, uh, Pody, yeah. I'm a little bitch. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it does the same thing there. Well, he's crying in a <laughs> yeah. snippy little remarks, like his little comments and whatever. I like it for the quote. Right. Because I like a little drama when I'm watching the sports <laughs> highlights. It's it's better than just the mundane, like, yeah, for you know, sure. yeah, you know, got to get the pucks in deep. You know, he'll throw you, he'll throw you a bone. Yeah. But he's still kind of a pouty little baby. We're behind the Craft Hockeyville entry from St. Adolphe. St. Adolphe. All right. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of commuters listen to uh, sure. us every morning from St. Adolphe. Nice little town, just uh, down Highway 75, across the old river. That's right there. We went and looked. Uh, we were looking at houses out there. Not That's there. right. Yeah, yeah, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. We were interested. I got a buddy. My buddy Jay Bod lives out there. And uh, Jay Bod, I guess him and his, his pals and the people from the, the local hockey community fired up this Kraft Hockeyville entry. Uh, what, their ice plants hooped. They got some mold. Mm-hmm. They need... Uh, they need better dressing rooms. Yeah, for the girls. For the girls. 
Yeah, just a, just a big renovation. Yeah, so I guess Craft Hockeyville, it's been going on for years. I mean, I mean, obviously Craft Hockeyville, is, uh, it's been a pretty big supporter of uh, local small-town hockey rinks for a number of years. And um, it's cool because they always get the uh, NHL preseason game. Yeah. So that'd yeah. be neat. Once they get the renovation done, if, if the town of St. Adolph could do the Craft Hockeyville thing, um, I really hope they do get it because they're yeah. up against uh, a couple uh, heavy hitters. Yeah, they got that one in New Brunswick that their rink is literally like burnt down. Yeah, and then there's uh, one in Saskatchewan and one in oh, Ontario. Yeah, obviously yeah. all these rinks deserving of, of yeah. this, right? Like yeah. it's not like there's one. Yeah, that that shouldn't be in there. But you know what? Yesterday, getting a little boost for the Saint Adolph entry from Craft Hockeyville. Mm, number 13 slash number eight yeah. <laughs> in your programs. Hello, everybody. It's Temo Sane here. Hope all is well. And greetings from sunny California. Well, St. Adolf, Manitoba needs your help to get people to vote April 9 and April 10 for us to win Craft Hockey Wheel to fix our ice plant. We are a small town and we are rolling so hard. So check us out at Start Off Hockey Wheel on Instagram. All the best, guys. Oh, that's mm. pretty cool. Yeah. Getting the boost, the Solani boost. Oh, yeah. You're going to get that bump as yes. soon as uh, Solani throws that out on his Instagram. That's it's cool, kidding. though. They got, uh, they got a hashtag Hockeyville because their, their team's called the St. Adolph Hawks. Oh, cool. So okay. they went with Hawk. Yeah. yeah. Evil. I've been seeing a lot of uh, lot of lot of chatter online. Anyway, so. so so it's just like two days of voting. Is that how, yeah, how it works? April 9th and tenth, they open up. So and this is down to the finals. So final four. Yeah, final yeah. four. Yeah. Yeah. And so. basically, we've never been this far as far as a province goes. Like no small town rank. You would have thought over the years right. maybe like yeah. Ashern would have had a chance or no Ashern, know, the old they can't stand up with Saint Adolph, man. No. Come on. <laughs> what about the old yellow headed no. Nipawai? Oh, you know, no it's a new scoreboard out there or something. But no, no, no. <laughs> this year, uh, Saint Adolph. So we're behind them hundred uh, percent. We'll we'll obviously uh, be talking more about Craft Hockeyville Saint Adolph uh, in the next. Uh, well, I guess what, it's still still nine ten days away, so yeah. we've got some time to simmer. The term "company man" gets thrown around a lot. Someone's just dedicated to their job. Right? Thank you. Yeah, there's actually a picture in Webster's Dictionary: company man, and it's David Norman Turnbull oh, right beside. Oh, sure, it. yeah, big company big, guy, big company guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. According to Urban Dictionary, it's an individual who dedicates himself to his place of work at the expense of his hobbies, his oh. family, or his friends. Just mm-hmm. takes work above everything else. Workaholic. Yeah. 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 James Spann is a weatherman down in Alabama. Okay. All right. Now, Alabama has its fair share of severe weather situations. Being on mm. the Gulf, they yeah. always get, yeah. Lots of tornadoes. It's, and that, uh, too, in the northern part, yeah, northwest. Where's this guy, a weatherman, by the way? Is he like a, is he in Mobile? Uh, he is in. Uh, and I only ask because I'm wondering market size. Like, you know what I mean? If he's like a mm-hmm. small town weatherman, he's probably, um, He's dedicated to his job, but he's probably a really, really big deal in town. Because there was a there was a weather guy. Like we always talk about it. it we always it's like Sylvia Kuzak. You say Sylvia Kuzak to anybody right. over the age of yeah. like thirty, and it's like, oh yeah, Kuzak. Yeah. No, this guy. This guy, according to his twi- his uh, his Twitter account, his location is the Deep South. Okay. Okay. So, so maybe have- maybe he's like uh, on <gasps> multiple stations. He, might, he yeah. might be like the weather guy. You know? Yeah. Like the weather guy. The in Alabama. foremost authority yeah. of Alabama weather. Exactly. Okay. So now, James Spann, over the course of his career, like I said, in Alabama, severe weather all the time. He's had to report on lots of, you know, tornadoes over the course of his yeah. career. Now, nothing was as crazy as what happened last week. This is uh, coming from Inside Edition here. If you're just joining us, uh, this is James Spann with Taylor Serralo. Um, mainly checking on my wife. Hmm. 
A meteorologist reporting on a tornado was worried about what was going on at home. Uh, that thing is coming through, it's passing a little south of Brook Highland. James Spann of ABC 3340 was warning his viewers of tornadoes ripping through neighborhoods in his state of Alabama when he realized his house might be in the path. So he texted his wife to warn her. What I'm doing is texting my wife to be sure she's in the shelter. Uh, so again, uh, if we can go back to that camera. He kept viewers updated throughout the live coverage, which went on for hours. She's okay and she's in the tornado shelter. Uh, okay, go ahead, Taylor, I'm sorry. He even stepped away from the broadcast for a while and came back with another update from home. The reason I had to step out, we've had major damage in my house. Uh, I had to be sure my, my wife is okay, uh, but the tornado came right through there and it, it's not good, it's bad. The rest of the newscast was dedicated to his viewers and giving them the information they needed to stay safe from the tornadoes. Span later thanked people for their well wishes and he asked them to think about the people who were hit harder than he was. James Span. He's just he's reporting on the tornadoes and then he realizes that oh that's going to that's going to that's going to hit my wife that's where yeah. she is right now at home and he keeps going though. He keeps giving the viewers what they need. Yeah, the information <laughs> keeps I mean, them informed while his house is basically being ripped apart. Did they show picture anything of his house? Did we they see said his house like? is intact. They said they have a lot of damage like around the property and stuff yeah. like that, but at least his house is still standing mm. somewhat. His wife's probably like, just take me in this thing. Goddamn, James has been working every day and night for the last 40 years. Take me away. You love tornadoes more than me, don't you? Yeah, she's not going to let him in that dungeon. She's no. like, no, James, you chose work over coming home. Yeah. yeah. No way, James. Cool suspenders, James. Uh, he is wearing suspenders, actually. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, he is. Yeah, he well, is. keeps his pants on in the windstorm. <laughs> this crazy weather going around. Yeah. Blew all his hair off his head, too. <laughs> it's right outside Birmingham, by the way. Shelby okay. County. Okay. Our buddy. We got a buddy down there. Who? Blitz Turner. E.T. Former Winnipeg Blue Bomber legend. Realtor, realtor now. Yeah, realtor. Legend. Realtor. Dude. He'll sell Team Spanish next house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to make a statement here. Let me know if it's true or false. Guys don't really like or care about candles, right? <laughs> like when you yeah, get home, no. you would never light a candle so your house smells nice. I do, I've do. i never lit a candle, no, to like my house smells <laughs> I don't really like them. They're too expensive. I saw... So, seriously, candles are bloody expensive. You get good ones that actually, you know, last. Yeah. Um, I bought one one time, and it was a gift. For what okay. <laughs> For what purpose? For what purpose? To pour all over my chest, obviously. <laughs> I mean, get that hot wax going. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than peeling that out of the chest hair, let me tell you. Um, no, I bought a candle one time, and I was shocked. It was, like, at the bay, and it was, like, on sale, and it was, like, 40 bucks. And I was like, oh, man, who wow. would have pay, paid 80 bucks for this regular? Right. Like, that's absurd. Is it a big candle, at least? Yeah, really big. a three-wick candle or no, something. No, no. One wick? One wick? One wow. wick. Seriously, Pricey. not even John Wick. I would have paid <laughs> 90 bucks for John Wick, the DVD set. No, it was like, a honestly, I'm, I'm maybe four yeah. inches high. Yeah. But like, there's a guy that goes around to, um, there's a local uh, outlet. There's a, a dude that goes around. I see him around town every so often. Selling candles out of his trench coat? Well, you want to buy a candle? <laughs> kind of. His, his, wife, his wife has a candle business. Yeah. They're okay. located like on, uh, yeah, they're kind of by the airport motor in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. they got the, the candles there. And he's like the her like delivery Sales? guy? Yeah, he yeah. Oh. Yeah, he'll do deliveries, I guess. 
I bought candles off him before too. I bought candles off him out of his trunk. It's weird that his pickup spot is always the airport motor in. But if candles had a scent, maybe that uh, was something really geared towards you. Maybe you'd be more likely to buy one. Uh, Miller Lite has announced a men's line of candles, three of them, and they are a trio of scents. Uh, One of them is called Dive Bar. One of them is called Beer Garden, and one's called Game Day to get the buzz going before the game. What what does Dive Bar smell like? Uh, like stale beer, I would imagine. Yeah, you know, that stale. You know, like the next and day. a hot dog on a roller. Yeah, yeah. Oh. like a real good American dive bar always has a little hot dog machine. Yeah, because you gotta yeah. eat something. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then what would Beer Garden smell like? How would it be different? Yeah, that one I don't <laughs> know because that one. I mean, outside. it's outside, so yeah. you're gonna get some. Makes a little bit of pine smell I with beer. I can't even remember. I haven't, I haven't been in a beer yeah, garden in so long. Well, that's exactly why they released these, because they said people are missing the, the smell of bars and beers and drinking before game day. So I just was, I didn't know what the difference between a game day smell and a beer I'm garden gonna smell. I'm going to guess that these don't smell like the actual things. Oh. I got to guess that uh, you're going to you're gonna light that game day candle and think, man, this makes man. me feel like I'm tailgating again. Why did they name these things dive bar, <laughs> beer garden, and game day bar? They should have <laughs> named them regret bad decisions <laughs> Horrible hangover. Turnbull, I, I was just going to see. Are you okay? You're good. Am I okay? Yeah. Good start yeah. to the week? I think so. You had a yeah. good weekend? So far, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was good. Okay. Why? Well, I was just thinking, and I, I, I know you don't like when people um, ask you things that, that you aren't. And when I say that, I mean, uh, if I was to ask you, are you mad? And you'd be like, no, I'm not mad. Stop right. asking. You're going to make me mad if you ask me. Yes, you make. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So knowing you, and, and I think a lot of people are like that. Most people, I'd say. Yeah, where it's like, uh, you know, if somebody's like buzzed up, it's like, no, man, you're buzzed up. And it's like, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it's it's like, hey, man, you know, people just don't like that mm-hmm. affirmation being told. Even if you are mad, you're still going to deny being mad if I ask you if you're mad. Correct. So Because it's up to me to tell you if I'm mad. Yes. If I want to let it be known, then I'll let it be known. Until then, I'll bottle it up inside sure, like any exactly. grown man would. Exactly. And then I'll let it explode yeah. at the right time. Yes. You know, you keep it bottled up, all the rage, you keep it inside, mm-hmm. and then and then at the most opportune time or inopportune time, mm-hmm. just lose it. Fly yeah. off the handle. That's right. Flip over the desk, storm out of here. That's right. So I was thinking about you yeah, on the weekend only because I was, I was in my vehicle and I was driving and I was just kind of thinking about how um, in the past – uh, week or so, there have been a couple incidents, and and I and I don't know if it's because uh, spring is here and mm-hmm. more people are out, mm-hmm. and as a newer homeowner that lives uh, on a property where there are a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, some people tend to cut across your lawn. Yes, I hate that. Very much so. Yes, like uh, ir- irrationally. Like I, I know that I that I hate it more than I should. I, I'm the same way when, like, I there's kids in the neighborhood that play soccer right in front of my house mm. instead of their house for some reason, and the ball's always on my yard mm-hmm. or hitting my car, and I'm like, get off my lawn! There was, a, there was like, a family that I felt like they were in my living room the other day. They might like, as well have they, been. Because they're that close to my house. Like, <laughs> you might as well like, just come in here and make yourself exactly. snacks. Like, you, I was, like, that's ridiculous. Do you have a little sign, maybe? No, I don't have a sign. Stay off the lawn. <laughs> no. But you will. I, you should. I feel like I'm just going to become known as the guy. <laughs> like, they'll eventually know, don't cut across this guy's lawn. He'll yell at you. Yeah. Well, yeah. then they'll then they won't cross. Exactly. So. Yeah. But I just, and that's kind of where it started. You know, it kind of started with the here we go another year another fit of rage about people <laughs> cutting across the lawn. But I feel like it's kind of snowballed because in the last you know uh, five or six shows together there have yeah. been a couple incidents. And I just want to make sure you're good. 
Okay. Right, this is just like a buddy check right now. Okay. Always yeah. check on your buddy. So you do recall um, last week there was a man that came from a charitable organization. To my door, yes. To your door. I do remember this, yes. And he was there was with seeing eye dogs. He, he, no, he was not there with seeing eye dogs. He came to my house at nine o'clock, which I thought was too late to be door knocking. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I was I was like I was I was going to bed, and this guy knocked on my door. Didn't ring the doorbell. Knocked on the door, and yeah. then he started to give me his speech. Something to do with the fact he was raising money for seeing eye dogs. Yeah. I said no, thanks. I'm not interested right now. Was there a thanks? I'm sure there was. Mm. Yeah. Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. No, 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 I'm just, I'm just checking because yes, cause I wasn't, I wasn't rude to this guy. I really wasn't. Honestly, sure? I was mad that he showed up as late as he did, but I wasn't rude to him. So you're unnecessarily mad that a Correct. man came because you didn't have to answer the door. You do have a doorbell cam. Like you didn't have to get out of bed in your fundies and, and I go didn't see have him. to, but I, yes, you're right. Okay. But I did. Now there was another conversation that we had roughly around this time. And I, I think it was Friday, uh, where we were talking about <laughs> mints. Yes. And there was something else where. <laughs> There was a, you know, the hypothetical situation of a girl guide coming to your door. Yes. And then, I said I would slam the door on her. Yeah, and, you and, did. Yeah. and then ultimately hoping that she slipped and fell <laughs> no, down. No, 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 no. I said if the door's velocity happened uh-huh. to knock down the Pushes steps, her on the way that's out. not my fault. Mm. Now, this is your first home. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel that as you've kind of gotten a little bit older, do you feel that uh, this sense of home ownership, yeah. this, this pride of ownership has maybe changed you as a person. Yes. Like, I, did I you care about this much stuff when you rented the apartment on Home Street? No. In fact, I, like, I used to make fun of my father <laughs> for doing the exact same things that I'm mad about now. Like, I, I know that I'm turning into my dad. I'm turning into Big Jim. Okay. Yeah. It's just as long as you see it. Oh, I do. Okay, I good. Do see it. I okay. Do see it's it. like you don't realize it at first because you're spending so much money on something and now you own it and you take pride in it. So then you're like, oh, I get it. I know why dad was all worked up. Yeah. Like, I'm just a little nervous for the first guy that does a slow troll past your house because he's showing his family the house that he grew up in or something. And Turnbull's just there in the window with a knife going out and slashing the tires or something. Like, this poor innocent family. Oh, no. I was just showing my kids where I grew up. Yeah. Don't look at my house. Don't walk in my lawn. Remember when Stephen Fletcher came to your house that time? Yes, I do. The politician. I didn't like that. No. It had nothing to do with somebody being on your property. You just didn't like Stephen Fletcher. (laughs) I don't like the sound. (laughs) He's coming up the driveway. You're like, get out of here. Get out of here. Throwing something between the spokes. Get out of here, Fletcher. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's... uh, pretty funny though so you, you see it though i do see it i okay. definitely do see it okay, yeah, good, i do i've know. noticed it i do know i've noticed a decline or at least a, <laughs> an increase in your rage yeah with things around the home okay it's pride of ownership isn't it got a bone to pick yeah. the bone phone for midtown ford behind the blue oval you'll find superior sales and service that works around your schedule in the waverly auto mall visit mid-townford.com Hey guys, just got my first vaccine dose. One more to go, and I got freedom! Right on, man. Do you? Lucky. Freedom. For you, well. I mean, freedom. Well, you can walk around and feel safe. Oh, you can feel good about it. You and your, yeah. But you can still get COVID, but. Correct. Yeah, Yeah. you'll still be wearing your mask and you can't travel and all that stuff. But, but. But you'll feel good. You'll feel good. Because you're not going to end up in the hospital. Right. If you get it. That's good. Yes. Okay, so last week, apparently uh, just the spiciest of takes for me, um, saying that grown men eating cereal, yeah, uh, like kids' cereal. Yeah. I guess that's a spicy take. I don't know. I just think like when I see a grown man without kids in the Fruity Pebbles aisle, it's a little creepy to me. You know what I mean? 
It's I don't weird. know what you mean because nope. I'm not with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. So I was just listening in, and I heard a clip about um, cereal, kids' cereal and stuff. Um, yeah. You know what? To be honest, if that were me, like if I was going out with a guy and I saw his place for the first time and he had a bunch of like little kids' cereal, like, you know, what, what are the cereals? I don't even know. I don't eat that stuff. But you know what? I wouldn't judge him. I'd just be like, okay, well, he likes his kids cereal <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that i mean there's there's that much sugar in most alcohol drinks so why not if you enjoy fruity pebbles or or fruit loops or whatever go ahead all the power to you stay a kid as long as you can <laughs> have a nice day guys She's so that's sweet. right i agree with her uh, hey dude totally young get at it. heart totally got it hey look we can't all share the same views on everything <laughs> all the time okay um, this is interesting, and I have a question to pose after it. So I'm doing laundry this week. Someone explained lint to me. Where does this lint come from? It, like, there's there's a ton of it in the little lint holder thing, and you got to clean it out. I get that. But, like, how can that possibly be generated from the clothes that are in the laundry? It's ridiculous. Someone explain lint. Another question for you. Why is belly button lint always blue? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Isn't it? I never noticed. yeah, like, I get a lot. Like, I could probably dig some out. Yeah. Yeah, it's blue. Look at that. Blue. Bluish gray. Uh, you do wear a lot of blue. I know, but it, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's got to be from the laundry, no? I don't know. I have like never lint? figured it out. Belly button lint's always blue, like bluish gray. I've never, I've never noticed You ever seen color. red belly no. button lint? Not very often. <laughs> Usually it means your belly button's bleeding. Uh, you get a lot of belly button lint. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't? Everybody gets belly button lint. I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mine's too cute and small. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mine's, mine's a cereal bowl for... <laughs> For guys who like fruity pebbles, come on over, boys. We're using my belly as a cereal bowl. Uh, it's funny because I had a cousin with a, a chest that was kind of sunken when we were kids, and we used to put milk snacks. in it. We used to eat snacks out of it. Put like a little ranch dressing in there and carrots and dip out of his <laughs> chest cavity. It was horrible kids. Horrible mm-hmm. kids. Hey, this is a message for TJ, Mr. Uh, Burger King guy. There's a new one opening up if you're going down Route 90. On the way out to Number Seven Highway, the SO at Eagle Drive and Route 90 is going to have a, a Burger King going in there starting next month. Woohoo! I take that way to the cabin sometimes. Yeah, there and, you go. Yeah, I love that you're known as the Burger King guy. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, I have not had Burger King in at least six weeks. Uh, you can probably see because I'm so fit. Um, at least six weeks and it was only once and I had a negative experience. So I, and you know, not whatever, not to crap on the King, but it was a bad day, but it was also nine Oh five in the morning. So I can't expect the a staff to be doing their finest flame broiling at 9am. Right. But That's there wasn't, there just, there was a time where you were hitting up Burger King a lot. Oh, and and weekly. Yes. It was my weekly snack. Yeah. yeah. My Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Whopper Wednesday. For absolutely. Like a year probably. Yeah. yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> and I and I like it. And I'm just actually at this point really confused as to why whoever the district manager is for Burger King has not bought an ad campaign on this station yet. <laughs> yeah, good point. Like seriously. Maybe it's our sales department that needs to go in heavy. Like, do they listen to the show? We talk about Burger King gets so many free so plugs. Many on mentions. His... Well, that's why they're not buying advertising. I they're guess. getting all the free plugs. I guess. What were they? big advertisers before no 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 they're just they're whatever they're missing an opportunity that's all i'm gonna say about that we'll wrap it up here with this woman who is back and she is surlier than ever
Hey guys, so this isn't really a bone, it's more so just a hilarious observation. So now that it's getting nice out, you have people out on the road and everyone's driving a little bit better because there's no snow. I hear this little zippy engine coming from behind me, you know, when I veer off to the left and then he speeds really quickly past me on Bishop and I look. And it's this tiny little convertible looking thing. And I think, okay, so he feels really good driving his convertible. And I look at the what type of car it is. Buddy, you drive a Nissan. <laughs> Get over yourself, all right? Whoa. <laughs> Have a nice day. I, I, I drive. Is it you? <laughs> the phone phone. Call 204-780-780-2663. 92 One City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. The Open Tech on 92 One City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Sale on now, all month long, at the Prairie Summit Shop. Save up to 40% on select winter items. Drop by or check out the new website at prairiesummitshop.com. 762 is the number to text in. We always sift through the inbox. It's funny with uh, Winnipeg's favorite rock song now onto the second round. Uh, still, after all these weeks, still getting uh, messages from that one lady who wanted oh. Billy Idol's Rebel Yell. Yeah, Yo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that song is not. Couple of rogue votes in there. Yeah, what's that other one? 24K Golden? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh I know what that one is. What's that? That's a good rock song. It's like, why you want my put me in? I'm a woman. We've never played that song on 92 in City. And never huh. would. But the battle today and uh, this hour will get to the winner momentarily. All right. What are you guys going to watch now that the ship is unlodged? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Finally, that thing got out of there. Oh, the Suez Canal. Yeah, it's floating free right now. Got her up by the the ass end. I guess they just pulled it out moments ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was actually, I was quite excited about it. (laughs) Uh, Old lady and I stayed at Mariagi's. They gave away our room, but they upgraded us to the penthouse. Aw, damn it. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Okay, I guess you missed it earlier. Had a birthday surprise from the boyfriend and the uh, Mariagi Hotel. Lost our reservation. They lost uh, it. I bet your boyfriend didn't even book it. Yeah, it was all employee. Yeah. Someone named Dallas, so we were really sad, so we went home. Got Dallas drunk. had a great time, though. Yeah. He's yeah. in that uh, hot tub waterfall thing oh, yeah. that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy my birthday cake. Eating your cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dallas has been all over Instagram. They're like, man, I can't believe I got a birthday cake. With the romance package. Yeah, the candles are so nice. <laughs> Final coat or diamond coat? What? Huh? I'm assuming it has something to do with waxing your car. Ah, oh, diamond okay. coat. I've never or, waxed or maybe, a vehicle. You never, uh, you ever go wash. to like the, yeah, you go to the car wash and get the, the wand offers it. Oh, right. Yeah, I yeah. do that too. The turtle the wax or something. Yeah. Yeah, chamois, they the do it probably there too. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, no point washing your car now. Not till uh, Thursday or Friday anyway. Yeah. yeah. Crazy weather today. Why do men have nipples? Because they all start out as females in the womb. Yeah. Is that true? Oh, I had to go with it. <laughs> he just made that up. I had to go sure. with it until the, uh, what is it, the X or the Y? The Y. The chromosome? The Y chromosome kicks off. in. It would look weird without nipples. It would just be flat. <laughs> yeah, but they don't serve any purpose other than 
if you are uh, an emo child of the 90s and uh, got them pierced. Yeah. <laughs> in which case they were great. You don't see a lot of guys with nipple rings anymore. But when I was in about grade nine, there was like a huge spike yeah. of dudes that I knew yeah. in the hockey locker room. And they'd be like, tee, tee, tee. and I always hate it because they'd always tickle. Ew. Flick a nipple ring. That's weird. Yeah. They'd get caught on like their jersey or something like that. I'd be like, oh, my nips. They'd have to put tape over them. Yeah. Um, would you prefer to eat a watermelon-sized grape or a grape-sized watermelon? Oh, a watermelon-sized grape, 100%. I love grapes. Gr- oh, no, the other one. Yeah, grape-sized yeah. watermelon. Because think about, like, melon ballers. You can already eat grape-sized watermelons. What is a melon baller? A melon baller. Well, it's a scoop. Is, they, they do it at baby showers and stuff. It makes a fancy fruit tray, lemon baller. Yeah, and it's like a melon, can, melon. It's a round huge. scoop. No, it's hey, tiny. Use it for cantaloupe or melon. It's just a little spoon. Like a breakfast buffet. Okay, so why'd you say you can do that already? Well, you can already make grape-sized watermelons. Right. So don't you want to have a watermelon-sized grape? To try something different? Yeah. I feel like the grape is it'd be too soft by the time in the middle. Like it, Too soft? Yeah. It wouldn't be sweet enough because it's oh. so big. I feel like it'd be really watery. You take a bite and it would just like explode in your face. You ever had those co- <laughs> cotton candy grapes? Cotton candy grapes, no? Yeah, oh, from yeah. Costco. They're, They're expensive, so expensive. Though. They're so expensive. But they taste like cotton candy. They're delicious. That can't be. That can't be good. Well, like it was definitely made in some guy's bathtub. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you guys ever see two animals getting it on in the wild? Uh, not personally, no, I have no. not. I've never seen any big ones. Like, I've seen birds and dragonflies and stuff. You've seen dragonflies doing it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah, lots. All the time. Where are you lots. hanging out? Well, I'm, <laughs> what do you think? I, I'm on Dragonfly Hub. <laughs> Non-stop. <laughs> Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92 on City. Tom, Patty, and I won't back down. No, 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 no. No, I will not. No, I will not be backing down. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't no. try me. Sir, I know you want me to back down, <laughs> but I won't. Okay? I'm digging my heels in on this one, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> won't back down. Weather for today. 17 is the high this afternoon, and it's going to start raining. And then all of a sudden, the temperatures are going to drop to about minus 9. And then the snowstorm is supposed to be on the way. We can get anywhere from 5 to 10 centimeters. It'll continue tomorrow. And then by the weekend, Friday, a high of 20. So it's the craziest week of weather for this year so far. Four degrees right now. Welcome to Manitoba. Yeah. (laughs) And it's coming in from Alberta, too, actually. Oh, those bastards. I know. I know. That's all right. Send it our way. We won't back down. (laughs) No, we won't. No. The patios are outside. I will be sitting on a patio today. It says it's supposed to be 17 degrees. Yeah, that 17 degrees is going to be like minus 14 with the wind chill. Uh, 90 kilometer an hour wind. Just yeah. like, man, I was going to go. I'm, well, later on this week, I'm hoping that uh, I'll be able to escape, go to the lake, right? 20 degrees yeah, on Friday. Good weekend, Friday. Sure, I was hoping yeah. to golf, but I mean, at this point, you never know. Could be carnage. Could change. Yeah. Trees down. Could it could happen. Mm-hmm. Never know. Okay, that's it for us. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow morning after 6 o'clock on Winnipeg's Rock Station. It is Rena, TJ, Turnbull on 92.1 City. Rena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.